Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hello, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to WISE today. That was an enthusiastic hello. And I'm excited to talk to you today because I had a revelation and something that wasn't super new to me, but I saw it visualized and personified in a way that really resonated with me. And I can't wait to share that with you today. If you are listening to this on the episode, on the day this episode comes out, it is Christmas Eve 2020. Um, Next week's episode is actually going to be a goal setting episode and what we can do to sort of, you know, get really clear for our intentions for 2021, ways that we can continue. I hesitate to say to make it a better year uh, because, I mean, we don't know what the year is going to bring. And even though this year has kind of been a shit show, I think that it's important for us to know that we have a lot of control too and we have a lot of power too in how we uh, sort of approach things. Not saying that things aren't going to be hard, not saying that they are not going to be uh, painful. We've definitely gone through that this year. But amidst all of that, after we feel our pain, after we cry it out and we do what we need to do, we can get up And we can start acting in a way and choose our effort and choose our happiness and our mindset and our attitude so that we can make the most of whatever whatever we're given despite our circumstances. So next week's episode is going to be all about that. I'm going to be diving into a little bit more about my word for the year for 2021, which is space. Just a little bit of a backstory on that. Many of you know that the last two years for me have been a lot. I got engaged or I got married actually in 20, so 2018. 2018 was actually really busy too because I got engaged and I planned my wedding that whole year. And I got married at the beginning of 2019, which is going to be two years ago now. And um, I ended up getting a divorce in September of 2020. I was separated long before that. Uh, I had a move to Portland in July of 2019. I had a move to LA (laughs) a month ago. So, and I've just been going through a lot of stuff, a lot of personal things. Um, Many things in my business have been amazing. Um, My business has really grown a lot. I really, I really do feel like 
even though it's been um, years and years that I've been doing this stuff, I really feel like now in the past few years is when I really hit my groove and uh, really found my voice and my place in the industry that we're in. And if you're an online business owner and you're feeling lost, which I felt for a really long time at the beginning, know that you just have to keep going. And any imposter syndrome that you have or any sort of um, feeling like you don't know what you're doing is some, was, a, was a feeling that was really familiar to me for years. Um, you just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other. You just have to keep repping your way. So literally reps, like in the gym, repping your way to your success. You just keep going. This uh, job, what we do if, if you're an online entrepreneur or if you're an entrepreneur in general, is not for the faint of heart. Uh, it is you know, difficult and requires a ton of work. You really have to dedicate your life to it. And I'm all for that. It's not easy, but it is so fulfilling and I'm so grateful that I get to do what I do. And that's a big part of my reflection. But all in all, a lot of stuff has happened for me in the last three years. Uh, For me, it has been positive. Everything has been really good because right now I really feel like I've never been more myself. I've never felt uh, stronger. And amidst this pandemic and everything, you know, I'm sure all of us have had things that are going on, but that's why I want my word to be space. I want to clear out space, just kind of have time to you know, fill my life with things that, of course, I want to fill my life with, but also create space so that I can create new things and just have a little bit of breathing room so I can stay settled for a little bit and also to take up the space that I really want to take up in this world, which for me has been probably the hardest thing that I've ever done is uh, taking up the space that I know I need to in order to be who I want to be. So I'll be going into that a little bit in next week's episode, but today I really want to talk about uh, anxiety and I have had, and I'm recording this right now because it's likely that we're all feeling anxiety in some way, especially if you listen to this podcast, it's likely that you have anxiety of some sort. Um, I have anxiety and depression. I have been diagnosed with them. I take Prozac. I am somebody whose mental health is incredibly important to me, and I have a lot of practices in my life that um, really center upon managing my anxiety, you know, the way that I eat, the way that I exercise and move my body, the boundaries that I set, my cozy place, all of these things are things that I do in order to you know, make myself feel cozy and really uh, manage my anxiety, which sometimes feels like a full-time job. And it sometimes feels like I am overriding. (laughs) Like sometimes I spend the whole day, maybe not the whole day, but a big part of the day fighting the voice of my anxiety and not fighting it, but just really being like, really, man, again, (laughs) like, if you have anxiety, you understand what I mean, that you have a voice in your head that makes it really hard or makes it harder to uh, do the things that you want to do. And it makes it harder to, um, or it might take you a little bit longer to do the things that you want to do. And 
for me, I really see it as a gift because because of my anxiety, I've been able to become much deeper of a person. I have been able to develop a different voice that is much stronger than my anxiety. Not to say that sometimes I, you know, get bogged down by my anxiety. Thankfully, I haven't really been really dealing with my depression lately, which has been good. But right now is a time that we're all really anxious. I'm not spending Christmas with my family for the first time uh, this year ever in my life. So I'm going to be spending it here in California and cooking a really good meal and just kind of having a chill Christmas. Uh, But that for me has really been something that has been on my mind, something that um, I have a lot of grief around and it has been tough. And when we are going through certain, and I'm sure that you might relate if you're not going home or if you've gone through certain things with your family this year and things aren't the same right now, uh, this time is a time that brings upon all these feelings. And I have had moments where I have had to like go on walks and sort of talk to my people to help me sort of get through this time and deal with my anxiety. (laughs) And I share this because I want you to know that just because you have anxiety doesn't mean that you can't do everything that it is that you want to do. It doesn't mean that you can't be a strong person. It doesn't mean that you can't be like somebody who is powerful and in control. And really, my anxiety has taught me to do that. So to me, it's a story of resiliency And it's a story of self-acceptance of like, you know, this isn't my choice to have this. I think when I was growing up and I didn't know what anxiety was, I was always told like, you can control this. You can, you know, there's no reason for you to be anxious. And that creates shame on top of anxiety and depression too. So whatever, if you deal with any sort of mental health, anything, even if it's just just self-doubt or imposter syndrome, that is real. (laughs) But what matters is how we approach it, how we, what we tend to do or what we are going to do after uh, we deal with the anxiety, how we choose to move forward and how we choose to live our lives. And the tip that I have for you today is, has to do with actually the show on Netflix called Big Mouth. And I don't know if you've watched that show. It's by um, John Mulaney and uh, Nick Kroll. It's an animated cartoon. Well, that's a cartoon. It's animated. But it has these like um, kids in the show. And then they have these characters like the hormone monster for the the boys and the girls. And um, they also have an anxiety mosquito. And they have this depression cat. And the anxiety mosquito (laughs) is this mosquito that whenever the kids are doing something that is scary or if they're just like not doing anything, the mosquito comes, buzzes around and kind of starts saying all these terrible and mean things that that are anxious thoughts. Like if you have anxiety, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and the depression cat is there too. But watching that over the last few weeks, I've really been able, it was such a good visual for me because I'm like, this thing isn't real like anxiety lies, the things that it says aren't true, even if they seem like they are. The things that your anxiety says aren't you. It is not your true self. And I know when you're in the midst of it, 
it seems real. This is when I like to um, think of the quote by Tara Brock that I talk about sometimes, which is real, but not true. Yes, this is real. Yes, I'm hearing these thoughts. Yes, the mosquito is buzzing around. Yes, it's here. It's real, but it's not true. We can choose our thoughts. And in our anxiety, once we sort of get fed up with that shit and you know, I think you sort of get to a point where you're like, it doesn't serve me to listen to this, even though the voice is me and in my head. Um, I don't want to say it's you, but it is in your head. You hear the voice of anxiety. We can choose how we respond to it. And for me, the biggest dial movers with my own anxiety are, well, number one, my medication that I take, that I've been taking now for four years and movement moving your body. Strength training has been a huge, huge thing for me. Eating well, having really good relationships in my life. All of these things are super, super important. And once we can recognize, again, this practice starts with awareness. Can I be aware of the fact that my anxiety is this other thing? It's this other buzzing mosquito that's around my head and in my brain. It is not me. It is separate from me. And when I hear what my anxiety tells me, how can I develop that other voice that tells it to, you know, that doesn't believe the story that it is being told? How can I be ruthless with the ways that I protect myself against my anxiety? How can I do the things that I need to do despite what my anxiety is telling me? How can I push forward? How can I use that anxiety as fuel that goes behind me rather than something standing in my way? Literally pick up that fear, pick up that anxiety, take it out from, it's never going to go away. (laughs) That's what I thought for a really long time that one day it would just go away and that's not true. So how can I take it, pick it up, put it behind me and use it as fuel? How can I continue to keep my promises and do the things that I want to do so that I can gain confidence in every area that I want to and just continue going? The things that don't serve us with our anxiety are all the things that we feel like doing when our anxiety has taken over us isolating ourselves, laying in bed, uh, watching TV for hours, uh, sitting sedentary, eating sugar. All these things don't actually do anything to serve us. We usually need to do the opposite of what our anxiety is telling us to do because it lies and it is not real. And if you continue to listen to it, it's not, you're not going to get to where you need or where you want to get in life if that is what you want to do. Again, this is such a personal journey and honestly something that I will probably continue to feel for the rest of my life. And the more that we accept that and the more that we become aware of it and aware of the ways that we can take control and the ways that we have power instead of feeling powerless over it, then we can do the things that you that we want to do and the things that we were most importantly meant to do. So Stephen Pressfield talks a lot about this in The War of Art, which is one of my favorite books that resistance is anxiety. Resistance is that voice that tells us like, 
we shouldn't do this thing. We're not worthy. We're not good enough. No, they're not going to like us. We're, um, you know, the two human fears, abandonment and inadequacy. So how can I be active? How can I, yes, honor my feelings, cry if you need to. I cried this morning, friends. Like it is something that is probably, you know, we manage it, but there is, if you are somebody who is anxious, it's probably always going to be there. Given that, how can we accept it and how can we continue to move forward in a way that serves us? So I want you to visualize your anxiety like that mosquito, something that is not part of you, something that is, uh, yes, present in your life, but it is not of you. And if you want to live that life that you know you can live, you have to start doing the actions that are going to get you to that place where you can become that stronger self of yours, that stronger self that you know lives inside of you. So that is all I have for you today. I hope that uh, if you resonated with this, that um, you will share it with somebody who means a lot to you. The podcast is growing. I'm hearing from more and more of you every single week, and that means the world to me. But I hope you all have really awesome holidays. If you're celebrating something, I hope that uh, you can think of your word of the year if you don't already have it and stay tuned for next week's episode. And I'm sending you all a big hug. Thank you so much for listening to Wise. If you want to get in touch with me, or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes.